welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. If you're coming back, thank you for joining us again. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason, and here we delve into those reasons. It's no longer Women in Horror Month, but who cares? Because this week we have a horror writer and horror fan, Delilah Alvarado, on the podcast. Last week I chatted with Delilah while she was in the middle of a massive snowstorm in Texas, so apologies if the audio is a little choppier than usual. We talked about how she became a fan of the genre, what true crime she's currently into, and what she's writing about recently on We Are Horror. I think I've rambled enough, so let's get into my chat with Delilah Alvarado. Hey, Delilah, how are you? I'm good. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, how about to start, you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, etc. cetera. Uh, I am from Texas, just getting out of this uh, winter snowstorm. I'm a freelance journalist writer right now. Uh, focus a lot on different beats like with race and intersectionalism and horror because it's one of my favorite things I'm trying to get into that right now and uh, yeah just hanging out pandemic (laughs) (laughs) awesome well that's awesome that you're a writer on those topics Um, so first Mm -hmm. things first what's your favorite scary movie Uh, I'm gonna say Suspiria but the new one not the 1977 the new one oh really why Mm -hmm. why the new one and not the old one well, I love the old one. The second everything is beautiful and I love it. But the new one, it's just, everything about it to me is just flawless. It takes in politics. It takes in like a matriarchy. Dakota Johnson, love her. The score, the soundtrack from Tom York of Radiohead. I couldn't ask for anything better in a horror movie, to be honest. Witches, like it's it's everything for me. <laughs> True. Um, I did see that that version. Um. I don't know if I actually knew what was going on. It was very confusing. It's a lot. I had to rewatch it a couple of times, but like when you get past it all, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. I just got to, you know, it's a lot of dialogue. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, So how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? Ever since I was a kid, uh, I just, like, it's weird because my family, my family scary movies, but they love them at the same time. So there's always something weird playing and especially with my grandpa like I fell in love with the original Halloween movie from the 1970s and then I was just like this scares me but I kind of like it (laughs) so I just kept watching crazy things throughout my childhood and like one of my pastimes with my mom is like watching a scary movie because she didn't want to watch it alone and it was just like me and her growing up so ever since like but it's just been a thing and like I enjoy it because like I don't do roller coasters and I'm scared of heights <laughs> so my only vice is like horror movies for whatever reason but yeah that's awesome uh do you remember the first movie that you watched with your mom I don't I cannot I know I know we've watched some weird things that just were not like fun and like appropriate like I remember watching a Dario Argento film and there's just like a lot of nudity and a lot of blood and we were like uh maybe we'll watch this some other time separately so yeah yeah <laughs> that's fun um so you're a writer what was the last article that you wrote having to do with horror it was it just published um the other day actually and it was a uh, analysis take on the love witch from uh, Ann Biller or Anna Biller, something, can't say her name right, 
but uh yeah it was just a take on like love and feminism in the love witch and how it's very like modern and archaic and examining women trying to you know own their womanhood and find love and their soulmate but how it can also be a little detrimental and stuff like that so yeah it just published a couple days ago so that was my latest piece and very proud of it and yeah it was really fun awesome awesome where can people find it It'll be for We Are Horror Design. It's a Patreon online. It's a small publication, but the artwork and all the writing is super cool. I found them through Twitter. Um, we Are Horror, like at We Are Horror on Twitter. Um, yeah, all the people that were for that little publication, so great. It was very nice. And it's so inclusive, so highly oh, recommend. That, that's awesome. I will have to check it out. Mm-hmm. um so why do you think people who seem perfectly sane love the horror genre well I think that's it on itself because they're perfectly sane <laughs> like something else to look towards because that's like because I also love true crime along with the horror because you know like I'm fully cognizant and fully aware of things that are real and that could happen or things that like ghost stories not really plausible but it's like it's just that little thing to think about you know what I mean because that's the only way I can find any like adrenaline rush because again I don't do weird stuff like horror movie or like roller coasters and stuff like that my dog is barking at me I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's okay (laughs) uh what true crime have you been watching lately so I just started the uh Cecil Hotel series on Netflix oh yeah yeah I've only done it it's interesting it's definitely really me and I've only seen one episode so far and I'm like it really caught my attention because I remember watching that specific video of um the girl in the elevator like yeah. on mm-hmm. the internet so that like kind of like that creeped me out because I was like whoa I kind of lived through that <laughs> yeah but <laughs> yeah haven't gone through it yet but we'll see yeah uh, I thought it was really interesting I thought they gave too much airtime to all the YouTubers though oh really yeah they gave them a lot of airtime and they all ended up being oh. wrong so right of course and yeah <laughs> it's gonna happen (laughs) yeah um not everyone can be the people who caught the people who did uh who don't fuck with cats was about yeah honestly that (laughs) that was something that was very something yeah so do you have any favorite horror directors um I love John Carpenter stuff you know the original old Halloween the thing it's very because it's like the classic stuff you know what I mean it's different and it's visionary um also Wes Craven you know just the things that are like outrageous and that kind of you know go that extra step Ari Aster is definitely making strides um yeah at you know there's just there's a lot I feel like the horror genre it just keeps getting better and better and I'm always looking out for more people directors screenwriters all of that because yeah, there's just a lot out there. And I admire them all because just the fact that they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> despite all this other crazy stuff and despite all this snubbing of awards, you know. Yeah, definitely. What new horror <laughs> movie have you watched most recently? Most recently, the newest one. Um, let's see. Um, I can't think of one that's kind of hard. Maybe... Probably the um, It movies, like the 27 remake of It. 
Oh, and right. part one and two yeah that's just like kind of a comfort film because <laughs> they're yeah. cute and they're fun yeah mm-hmm. I think that one the most just because it's usually on like HBO or something like that yeah. so <laughs> yeah, yeah um have you seen any new 2021 horror movies that have come out yet to like any of the streaming platforms um what did I watch no I don't think so I've I'm very hard at keeping like current current up to date I know I just keep I'm barely catching up to like 2020 stuff so I don't think I've seen anything 2021 yet. Um, yeah, I think I'm slacking a little bit, <laughs> but I'm trying to catch up and I can't remember because like every week I just try and rotate to something different that I haven't seen, whether it's like very new or not. So it's hard to keep up sometimes. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, I'm still working on catching up with some 2020 films, but we're still in a yeah. pandemic. So we have lots exactly. of time. We do have all the time. And you're, That's why you're... I'm getting onto it. <laughs> and you're in a blizzard as well so that's, that's oh fun. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um so as I'm sure you know it's women in horror month so you have to tell yeah. me who's your favorite final girl oh my gosh oh <laughs> that's such a hard one um well uh that's so cheesy but I want to go back to Dakota Johnson and Suspiria <laughs> because she's a different type of final girl like instead of just you know instead of just the oh like I triumphed and went through everything you know she's like no I'm taking over I'm the mother I'm the main witch um it was just very different for me but I don't know and then the ending of Invisible Man as well there's just so there's so many I love when a woman come out and especially in a horror film and she's just covered in blood but she's alive (laughs) she's (laughs) alive I'm standing (laughs) You know what I mean? There's always that yeah. good screenshot. Um, but yeah, Suspiria, The Invisible Man, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but there's so many. Like, there's there's too many for me to tell. <laughs> yeah, Cecilia was a badass. What do you think was mm-hmm. the first thing she did right after she, like, left her husband's, now ex-husband's house? She probably, I feel like she bought, I would like to think she bought a plane ticket somewhere and left. <laughs> maybe gave some more of her resources to her friend that helped her out and the daughter and then hopefully just like got the fuck out of there and left you know I would like to think because yeah. she got you know she really did triumph in the end so I would like to think that she just got to go away yeah maybe there will be a sequel someday yeah there might be <laughs> um so on the flip side who's your favorite female horror villain Ooh, horror villain that's hard I don't I can't remember the last movie where the woman was I can't think of one (laughs) yeah there there are many yeah I was gonna say I feel like the women you know they don't really turn their backs on one another (laughs) well I guess maybe in the love witch she kind of because the movie's supposed to be very feminist but in the end she just takes over her friend's husband so maybe her (laughs) she kind of is a villain yeah um yeah the only movies that I can think of with female villains are from the 90s um yeah Scream 2 and Urban Legend so yeah I was like I can only think of like a Scream 2 but yeah um (laughs) and uh I mean Jennifer's body you could say she's both like the villain and the final girl that's true I don't know yeah I mean depending on who you ask yeah like if I was a guy I'd probably be like oh yeah she was the she's the enemy but I don't think she's the enemy <laughs> yeah I mean you know if they hadn't tried to you know use her for witchcraft 
Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, they had it coming. It, yeah. it happens. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't don't fuck with women. That's true. <laughs> so we are recording this on Jason Blum's birthday. What's your favorite okay. Blumhouse movie? Oh, crap. I know I, I love the Blumhouse movies, too. I can't think of one. Uh, these questions are hard because there's like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I still haven't seen Freaky yet either. Which I haven't either. Uh, I've, the, I've heard such good things about it. Yeah, the uh, the price has been lowered, so it's only five ninety nine to rent now, which is nice. Oh, nice! I should probably check that out soon. Um, oh, Happy Death Day is one of them. Yeah, I love that movie. I really like that one. The Invisible Man too. There's a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Us is one of them too. I'm seeing all of these. Yeah, I love all of these. I love Happy Death Day though. I will say that that one because that one surprised me. I didn't expect to like that one. But me I really neither. <laughs> My friends and I, I like, went in. We're like, this is going to be hot garbage, and then we're exactly. like, that was so good. <laughs> right? Yeah, I would say that that one was really good. It took me for a spin. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what's your opinion? Or let me start again. An article came out last year at the beginning of the pandemic saying that horror fans were handling lockdown better than non-horror fans. Why do you think this is? <gasps> I saw that because well because we know how to hunker down and we know how to be with ourselves and I feel like we've seen a lot of these weird scenarios where we're like that's fine you know like all these cabin fever movies freaking world would be whatever they're extreme but these ghost films it's like we know how to be with ourselves and we know how to sort to disconnect but like we're fine you know we can definitely go into that fantasy world for a minute but like have fun with it like we know it's not that deep and that serious but even though obviously these horror films are very exaggerated we can still take some of that stuff and be like oh okay like you know now I know if some guy comes at me in an invisible suit I'm just gonna have to find that suit (laughs) and like with cabin fever I know you know we just gotta make sure everyone's calm and we don't attack each other I don't know I remember seeing that article and I was like I mean it's kind of true (laughs) because Like, it sucks, but I feel fine, you know? And, like, it's a lesson learned. I feel like we can just take these lessons, all these moral characteristics from these films and stuff, because, you know, they play on real life and politics and the world and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. (laughs) So how do you decide what to watch when you're looking for a new horror movie to watch? Um, So first I start by the time. (laughs) Like... (laughs) how much time do I have because usually I like to pick like an hour and 45 not no more than that unless I have so much time on my hands then I'll check like genre like I love um I like haunted houses and like ghosts and paranormal movies out of the horror subgenre if not that then I'll check just anything else but lately I've literally just been picking something random off of Netflix and then going for it and seeing if I like it very cool what was the last gem that you found Ooh, uh, it's called One BR. Like oh yeah. One bedroom. Yeah. I saw. I yeah. It was on my list for. I kept passing by like so many times, and I was like, "Doesn't look that interesting." Finally watched it, and I was like, "This looks really good." <laughs> it was crafted like really well, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I hear it's really creepy and really good, but there is. It but is. I d- have not watched it yet because there's a scene with a cat, and I can't deal with that. So. Yeah. Yeah it did yeah I usually yeah I'm not a fan of animals being in horror films as soon as I see an animal I'm like okay we might not finish this 
but yeah. that film <laughs> held up. <laughs> so yeah. I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. Um, have you had any noteworthy experiences seeing a horror movie in theaters? Um, noteworthy experience? Not necessarily. I know I've just had fun experiences. I love the, like, I miss the theaters for that reason, because the last, I remember the last horror movie I got to see in theaters was Hereditary. Oh, nice. And just feeling the intenseness <laughs> of everyone and everyone yeah. not breathing <laughs> during that movie and just the silence. Uh, yeah. It's, it's unlike any other, so. I would say stuff like that. I love that community feeling of just like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Hereditary was definitely a good one to see surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. Um, are movie theaters opening out in Texas yet? Some are. They're limited capacity. I haven't been to any so far just because, yeah. you know, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's slim pickings too. Some have shut down, but... Mm-hmm you know it is what it is yeah have you been watching any pandemic horror movies during the pandemic I have not (laughs) actually (laughs) trying to avoid that for a little bit you know because like it's one thing to watch like you know a classic like um cabin fever or evil dead but it's another thing to watch like self-isolating stuff because like well, I've been living that throughout the year. Let's try something new. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you said one of your favorite subgenres is haunted houses, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do you like them so much? See, okay, so <laughs> I grew up Catholic. And so I have like a little innate fear of like ghosts and spirits and stuff. And I totally believe, especially with like animals, I believe animals. There is just so much noise going on over here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I always feel like animals and children know more than what they can say. Yeah. <laughs> and just little experiences I've had with my pets, just barking at nothing and just growing up Catholic. I'm like, because that truly scares me. I don't know what's out there, but, you know, for whatever reason, I watch them and it just continues to scare me. And I mean, it's a fun scare, but sometimes I'm just like, oh crap, I kind of regret watching this by myself <laughs> like paranormal activity really got me when it first came out <laughs> yeah those movies are so effective and so simple they are and that's I think that's like exactly what you know some of the horror genres should be doing like yeah. simple and effective <laughs> um can you tell us what the next horror related article you're working on is so I'd like to take one I don't want to totally reveal it, but I want to take one on just how women are treated. I mean, it's women in horror months. And I want to do one that's related to how women are just treated in horror movies in general. Like, you know, with like the bimbo women or just the women that are always like the damsel in distress. I want to take tackle that essentially and just show, you know, like, I think we should progress past that and show that, you know, of course it's a movie and a fantasy, but they're not just always a damsel and like I'm sure guys are stupid too they're the ones getting killed as well <laughs> and we should give these like female actresses more credit because they can definitely do these hardcore roles that some guys can't even do yeah oh, that sounds awesome I'll have to be on the lookout for it when you write it <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> um there is a movie I don't know if you've seen it um an- another past guest on here told me about it it's called cherry falls have you seen it 
I have not seen that. I've heard yeah. about it. I have not seen it. Yeah, it's known as the best slasher that you've never seen because it's really hard to find. And it's yeah. about <laughs> it's about um, a town where all the virgins keep getting killed. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of flips that <laughs> that trope on its head. I was gonna say that's a very interesting trope and it's very yeah. specific. <laughs> so y- so you said you love the original um, Halloween uh, ho- movie Halloween. Do you mm-hmm. what did what did you think of the 2018 reboot? Two thousand eighteen. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I like where they're going. Where they're trying to still bring back in, you know, like Laurie Schroeder and stuff. But I felt like it was just kind of overdone. Um, I don't know because nothing can really beat that type of classic. And I feel like it's different from like because the Scream movies and their remakes, they're pretty good. Of course, it's not the same, but it works. And this one, I just felt like it was overplayed because it's been you know it's been like 40 years and I wasn't necessarily a fan of the Rob Zombie remake either I don't know why that's just one that I'm just like yeah I, I could live without it you know that's what most people but, say about that yeah I appreciate it but yeah it is what it is <laughs> um so a lot of movies were postponed due to COVID last year which one yeah. were you most upset that was postponed Candyman Candyman all the way I was because I love that film in general and I really wanted to see what was going to happen in the new one so yeah I really sucked I was like, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully August of this year fingers crossed yes hopefully I have I high hopes I don't know why they're releasing it in August though instead of October since it's a horror movie but I don't know yeah I'm not sure production yeah, yeah. <laughs> um are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like or any unpopular horror movie opinions that you hold let's see um well like I probably just like the ghost one because like I cannot argue with this about like my boyfriend and my friends they think they're all kind of stupid (laughs) and I'm like whoa they scare me (laughs) and I think they're effective because usually they have some like moral background or encompassing theme of like be nicer to your loved ones or they're going to die and haunt you and stuff like that you know um I I think it's an underrated genre because especially just from like all the movies that were made in like between 2000 and 2010 I feel like that's when (laughs) horror was getting a bad rap in general yeah (laughs) and so it kind of messed up like a bunch of the sub horror genres and stuff um but yeah I feel like the horror genre is now finally trying to like recuperate for that and people are still like, oh, well, that's kind of stupid. It's overplayed, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, just give it a chance. Like, you know, you never know. I've been shocked so many times by the weird things I've seen just on like Netflix. And so <laughs> you just got to give it a chance. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> does your boyfriend like horror movies? He does. Not as much as me, but <laughs> he likes them and he'll tolerate what I make him watch. So it works out. <laughs> <laughs> has he ever watched, has he ever asked you, do you want to watch such and such horror movie? Mm, I don't think so (laughs) I think it's usually me um I mean there's usually like a popular one now and I'm like oh why don't we watch this and he's like oh yeah I heard about it let's do it usually it's me just like let's watch this and he's like I guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. well he sounds like a good boyfriend he'll still sit through it so yeah that's all I ask (laughs) yeah totally um if you could remake or reboot one horror movie which one would it be Ooh, let's see um, well this one's actually a recent movie I just saw it 
like last week too it's a possessor okay I feel like that and I think that's a 2020 movie yeah that's one I was like catching up on for the year um it was good and it had potential but I feel like it could have been better uh I feel like that was more of an A24 thing that should have handled it in (laughs) terms of production and I mean the cast was great but I feel like Tilda Swinton should have been in it instead I don't know I just had opinions about it where I was like this could have been slightly better (laughs) (laughs) um that is a Cronen Brandon Cronenberg and I'm not a fan of his is it his brother his dad well whatever uh whoever his family (laughs) I'm not I'm not a fan of gore like that was there a lot of gore in it it was yeah it was it was like random gore too (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. that's also where it kind of hit the or lost the mark because yeah. it was like, like it encapsulated me because it started out like kind of gory. I was like, okay, I'm I'm intrigued, but then it kind of got slow, and then the rest of the gore was just like, oh, like where is this coming from? <laughs> kind of random. It didn't build up. I need like build up for it to work, or else I'm just yeah. like, that's a lot going on. But yeah. <laughs> you mentioned uh, cabin fever fever a couple of times. Do you like Eli Roth? Mm-hmm. I do like Eli Roth. I will, I will say I like him more like as just like a director and person because I'm not a super fan of his films because uh, like I haven't seen Green Inferno just because like I don't really want to. <laughs> I heard that one's was, intense. Yeah, it sounds a little too intense for me and the theme of it just sounds a little, I don't know, it sounds a little off. I'm sure it's probably great. It's just not my, it's not my deal, you know, with like a native tribe and cannibalism and that sounds like that's kind of where I cross the line. I'm just like, eh, kind of pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last question is, if you had to spend a quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? One horror villain? Probably Freddy Krueger. How come? I feel like that'd be fun. I think he'd be fun. And we would give each other shit and we'd probably fight, but I think it'd be fine. And I think we could outlast this pandemic and... He would do everything he could to make sure we were fine. I think that would just be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> you said that so confidently. That's awesome. I do. <laughs> you know, I, I'm very confident in him. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, I am on Twitter. I am um, on Instagram. Uh, my Twitter is La Luna Nueva. I, it will have to be spelled out. It's kind of Spanishy and kind of long, but just look up Delilah Alvarado. You'll you'll probably find me because I'm Googleable. <laughs> uh, yeah, just find me somewhere on my socials and I'll be there. I tweet a lot about horror films on my Twitter, so if that you see that, that's me. <laughs> awesome. Well, I will put links to all your stuff in the show notes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, thanks so much for being here. Have a great night. No, yeah. Thank you so much. You have a good night. Bye. That's it for this week's episode of Who's There. I really hope you enjoyed my conversation with Delilah Alvarado and thanks again to Delilah for coming on. As always, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to us. Thank you to everyone who's already left us a review. We really appreciate it as it really helps people find us. Let us know if, you, if you've left a review lately so we can give you a shout out here or on Twitter. And you can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod or on Instagram at Who's There Podcast. Or if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at thewhosetherepod at gmail.com. Until next time, stay scary and wear a mask.